Thank you for supporting the media outreach of New Covenant Christian Ministries. Through the powerful preaching and teaching of Pastor Bill and Dr. Deanne Johnson, family relations are being restored. The wayward are returning to God. And together, we are transforming all people into fully devoted followers of Jesus Christ. Join us now for a message that will strengthen you in your faith and encourage you to be all that God has designed you to be. We want to go into the scripture, amen. Uh, I'll read to your hearing one scripture out of Jeremiah 1, verse 5 in the English Standard Version. Then I'm going to go into Matthew and read from chapter 16, verses 13 through 18 in the English Standard Version as well. And those will be the foundational scriptures, but I'm not as seasoned as Pastor Bill and drawing out those wonderful nuggets as he goes back and references the scripture. But I do have scripture that we'll be pulling from, and it'll make sense. Amen. And you'll see a beautiful picture, picture of how much God loves you when we're all finished. Amen. 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 Jeremiah 1 and 5, it says, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. And before you were born, I consecrated you. I appointed you a prophet to the nations. Amen. Matthew 16, verses 13 through 18. Now, when Jesus came into the district of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, who do people say that the son of man is? And they said, some say John the Baptist, others say Elijah, and others Jeremiah or one of the prophets. He said to them, but who do you say that I am? Simon Peter replied, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. Amen. And Jesus answered him, blessed are you, Simon Barjona. Flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my father who is in heaven. And I tell you, you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Then he strictly charged the disciples to tell no one that he was the Christ. Lord God, we thank you for your word. We know that it is already blessed. And we ask, oh God, that you would give us revelation and understanding as we minister to your people. Lord, I yield myself that you may rise up strong in me. Holy Spirit, govern my lips, speak from my heart, and know that you are imparting unto the people that have ears that are in tune and hearts that are open to receive. We bless you. We praise you in Jesus' name for the word. Amen, amen, and amen. Amen. I did title this sermon, Identity in Christ. Minister Gabe just got through talking about his individual life and how he dealt with some challenges with respect to identifying in Christ as a young man. Amen. So as I listened to Gabriel giving his testimony, I couldn't help but smile because of his transparency and honesty about his life challenges and even more so how he takes full advantage of his opportunities to glorify God in his life. Amen. As a young Christian man, it is comforting to know that Jesus has already warned us concerning what to expect from the enemy in our Christian walk. 
For in John 10 and 10, it records that the thief cometh not but to kill, excuse me, to steal and to kill and to destroy. But Jesus said that I have come that you might have life and that we might have it more abundantly. It's important for each one of us to be confident in knowing our true identity in Christ. Minister Gabe asks the question, who are you? Do you know who you are in Christ? Well, let's define what identity is to get off on the right track. Amen. Identity defines the who or what a person or thing is. It denotes the oneness, that key word, oneness. Amen. Father, Son, Holy Spirit, these three are one. Amen. My last name is Everson, amen. That name identifies me as being a part of the biological genealogy of the Everson family that resided in the city of Abbeville, the state of Georgia, amen. I can go anywhere in Georgia with one of my brothers or my sisters, and people will look at me and they'll say, you must be a brother or you must be related. And it's true, we are siblings, amen. That's the bloodline. As Christians, our identity should be totally aligned with the name that is above every name. That name is Jesus. Amen. I'll say that again. That name is Jesus. We strive each day to live a sinless life, and we can all confess that sometimes we miss the mark. Amen. However, we do not have a free pass to habitually live and purposely sin. Amen. When we embrace our identity in Christ, we are empowered by the Holy Spirit to resist the devil and watch him flee from us. Talking about your identity in Christ. Talking about living your best Christ-like life. Amen? Our identity in Christ requires our acknowledgement. It requires our acceptance. And it requires our actions. Amen? It requires our acknowledgement, our acceptance, and our actions. I labeled it the spiritual triple A. I remember the last youth service I did, I did greatness in 3D. Pretty soon y'all going to be calling me the alphabet preacher. Amen? But that's all right. That's all right. That's all right. Acknowledgement. Acknowledgement involves us recognizing the existence or truth of something or someone, and getting the understanding of the purpose for being or its existence. In Hebrews 11, verse 6, the King James Version, the Bible records that, but without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Amen? Identity in Christ is not based upon what you see or how you feel, we must first believe that God exists. How many of you believe that God exists? Amen? As believers in Christ, we do agree that Jesus is Lord and that he is alive. Amen? And just like Peter, we can proclaim that he is the Christ, the son of the living God. Like Peter, we must first acknowledge Christ as being the son of God and living and understand the importance of accepting him into our individual lives as our Lord and Savior. You can't recognize until you recognize. I'll say that again. You can't recognize until you recognize. If you don't know who Jesus is, then you'll never receive the value of why you need him in your life as your Lord and Savior. Amen. Next, we deal with acceptance. 
In John 3.16, one of my favorite scriptures in the Bible, it says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believed on him should not perish, but have the gift of eternal life. Amen? We must first accept Christ as our Lord and Savior. As we continue to grow in our faith, we will achieve a greater understanding of God's love for us and understand that it is not matched by anything, anyone, or nothing that you can possess with money or any other way. Amen? The Bible informs us in Romans chapter 5 and verse 8, but God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Gabriel brought that out in his testimony, amen. He framed it like this. He was in his mess, but even while he was going through his mess, trying to discover his true identity in Christ, God continued to love him. Christ died for us, even though we were not yet born into this earth, amen. Our understanding of the magnitude of God's love empowers us to become more accepting of others. Oh, you didn't just get saved for yourself. You're on your way to heaven and you're no earthly good. No, God saved you because he wanted you to be an example of who he is and how great his love is on the inside of you. So much so that you begin to bubble over and share the gospel with those that you come in contact with wherever your path may take you in life. Amen. In Colossians chapter 3, verses 12 through 14, and I will slow down with this one. Therefore, therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly beloved, thank you, clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, greatness and patience bear with each other and forgive one another if any of you has a grievance against someone forgive as the Lord forgave you and over all these virtues put on love which binds them all together in perfect unity amen perfect unity our identity in Christ is greatly defined by our acceptance of Christ into our lives and by the acceptance and love that we show for each other. You're going to say you're a Christian, but you don't have love for your fellow man. You're going to say you're a Christian, but you can't pick me up on Sunday morning because my car is in the shop and I ask you to give me a ride to church. You're going to say that you're a Christian, but you're self-centered and self-pious and you're only thinking about you. It's me, myself, and I. That's not showing the love of Christ on the inside of you. That's not you identifying with Christ because the Bible said that we will know them by their fruit. Amen. Next, we deal with the actions. Oh, we got to get to the actions, amen. You can't just sit still as a Christian, amen. Actions is defined as the fact or process of doing something, typically to achieve an aim or an objective. We should consistently share the good news gospel that Jesus lives and salvation is to everyone who accepts Jesus as their Lord and Savior, amen. Our action as believers defines our true identity in Christ Jesus. In the book of John, chapter 15 and verse 5, it reads, I am divine. You are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. 
apart from me, you can do nothing. When you operate outside of the will of God, your identity looks fleshly. Amen? You want to do things your way instead of God's way. Amen? And the young people can identify with this one. Can't nobody tell you nothing. We must understand that our fruitfulness strengthens our faithfulness. Our fruitfulness strengthens our faithfulness. Amen? Galatians 6, verses 8 through 9. Whoever sows to please their flesh from the flesh will reap destruction. Whoever sows to please the Spirit from the Spirit will reap eternal life. Let us not become weary in well-doing, for at the proper time we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. Brother Marcus, I'm going to need you to help me finish this thing up in my summary conclusion, if you don't mind, sir. Don't you quit on God. Pretty much that's what that scripture is saying. You keep on praising him, amen. You keep on worshiping him, amen. You keep on witnessing, amen. Keep on praying. Keep on believing. Keep on giving. Keep on encouraging. Keep on trusting God. Keep your hand in the hand of God, the almighty king, amen. Be like the apostle Paul and don't you let nothing separate you from the love of God. Don't you quit. Know your identity in God. Amen. And in my summary and conclusions, amen, I just want to leave you with this. We know that in him we live and move and have our being. Amen. Outside of Christ, we are nothing. Amen. You didn't get to where you are all by yourself. Amen. Oh, don't pat yourself on the back thinking that it was all that you did or it was your intellect or your academic status. Oh, no. Oh, no. Had it not been for the Lord on your side, just think about where you would be. Amen. Our everyday life must be identifiable with Jesus and his teachings. You can't separate your life from God if you call yourself a born-again Christian because he's all up and through you, amen? Everything that you own belongs to God. Everything that you have belongs to God. Every ability that you're capable of achieving, every goal, every dream, every vision, it all resides with God, amen? You are nothing without God, amen? Our acknowledgement and acceptance of Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior gives us hope. Amen. If you don't have hope in life, then what are you living for? What are you hoping for? You've got to have some hope to keep going to that next day. Amen. In times of trouble, you got to rely on hope. Amen. Knowing that we live our lives to glorify God. God is bragging on you. He's trusting you with his word. He's trusting you to go out into the highways and the byways and minister his word to the unsaved. He's entrusting you to do that thing which he's called you to to do. Don't you sit down on God thinking that you're on the way to heaven and all you got is your one suitcase. No, he wants you to go everywhere into the highways and the hedges and broadcast the word of God that Jesus is alive and he yet sits on the right hand of the Father. That he loves you with an everlasting love. That he loves you unconditionally. That he loves you without any question. That he loves you in times of trouble. In times where you mess up. In times where you can't see your way. God continues to love you, amen, because that's a part of the identity, amen. While it is true that salvation is free, we also understand that our faith without works is dead. We must continue to lift up the name of Jesus because God favors the believer and he wants us to live that life more abundantly. In the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 6 and verse 20, King James Version, 
it says, for ye are bought with a price. Therefore, glorify God in your body and in your spirit with your gods. Always remember that our true identity is in Jesus Christ. And be encouraged every day to live your best Christ-like life. Give him glory. We hope you've enjoyed this message. For more information on other products and materials, please contact us at 770-484-9300, Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Or visit our website at www.newcov.org. If you're in the Atlanta area, we invite you to join us for one of our dynamic services. Once again, thank you for receiving the living word of God from New Covenant Christian Ministries, where we are transforming all people into fully devoted followers of Jesus Christ.